When you work as a team and support your spouse, there is no loser in the situation. You're winning and you're growing together. It really limits the chance of you separating or dividing in heart because your passions and your goals become different. You're leading one life together, working together, fulfilling each other's goals and dreams together. Hey, you're listening to the Blessed Couple Podcast, where we talk about how to do this marriage thing and experience God in the process. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Let's get started. This session is overall marriage and sex enhancers, and this topic will focus on supporting each other's dreams. Individual goal fulfillment is part of the family dream, and in order to have a good, healthy marriage, both parties need to be stimulated, inspired, and encouraged. Sometimes our individual goals are different. They're not always in sync. The way this is remedied is through a couple of steps to make sure that you and your spouse are on the same page and supporting one another in all ways. So one tactic for supporting each other's dreams is being co-strategist. That means taking the time to listen to each other and sit down and reflect about what you want. If you don't know what you want as an individual, there's no way you'll know what you want to go as a couple. Yeah, and an intentional weekend getaway can actually give a lot of space for reflection and listening to each other. It's through this reflection and listening that your couple get on the same page and understand where you want to go and create a plan of how to get there. When we have time, usually quarterly or at least twice a year, we do a weekend getaway, an intentional weekend getaway where we put play and reflection as a big part of the weekend. So we'll book a place an hour away, an hour and a half away, not too far away from the kids, get childcare and have a schedule, you know, of like a time chunk in the morning to reflect on our dreams and then cap it at that, have some fun, have some good food and really get on the same page, you know, just giving that time to kind of marinate in the life situation that you're in as your goals change throughout the course of your marriage and your life. It's about taking those moments of reflection and then seeing what went well, what didn't, and seeing what do we want next in a healthy way that we can actually do something about after we have talked about it. So it's not just staying in the universe, but really become something tangible that we can work towards because it is through creating these goals together and through understanding what we really want and need as individuals within our couple that we can make a plan that can actually get us to where we want to go and support each other's dreams. And I think we found that there were some major themes that stayed constant through the years. But a lot of things did change as our faith changed and our family dynamic changed. But just kind of a recalibration moment during these getaways really helped us align and strategize together. Okay, how are we going to do this? What do we want and how are we going to do it and get to that point? And having the space to really dig into that and get to the root, you know, some of the feelings and some of the desires and needs that were driving those, those goals. These strategy sessions were reflection combined with goal setting and step action step making. So it became a very fruitful time. And because we did it so frequently, we never got stagnant or got lost in the process by being intentional of regularly connecting with a purpose of wanting to discover where we want to go, created a foundation of really being able to be goal setters, goal achievers, and creating a life that we want to live. Yeah. And the key point is doing it together. So 
we're not just pursuing my dream or pursuing her dream because it's mine or hers, but maybe we're putting more emphasis on her goals right now because that's the time and the place for it. And that in turn of her achieving your dream will be our dream together and being strategic about the placement of our energy and also seeking God's guidance to make sure that we're really aligned, you know, in our marriage and in our faith together, walking together. And this is really important because in our time as marriage mentors, one of the key things that we've heard when couples decide to split or divorce is that they say we're different people now or our goals are different. We want different things. And in reality, that is something that is very much preventable. It is because we feel strongly that because we have made the decision to constantly connect and check in on a regular basis about our long-term, short-term, and medium-sized goals, that we are going the same direction. And because we incorporate our personal goals, we don't feel lack of fulfillment in our endeavors as a family. We don't feel that we are sacrificing our personal goals or personal self for this larger vision that we don't have a role or stake in. So this is why we are so passionate about supporting each other's dreams because it allows us to be a stronger couple in the process. Another way to support each other's dreams is to be your spouse's biggest cheerleader. This means that even if you don't understand it, you're supporting it with as little complaining as possible. It means that if your spouse is really passionate about something, you do all that you can to help that person feel supported in going for their goal, that you're their biggest fan. And that doesn't mean just saying it. That means creating a space for that task to be done physically. That means maybe taking on extra household activities or chores. And even purchasing or spending money to buy tools and set up the framework for them to be actually able to accomplish it. I remember in college, I was a part of multiple music ensembles, jazz, acapella, orchestral, classical, and Mari never missed one of my concerts. And that was really cool to see her in the audience all the time. I think she recorded most of them. And knowing that she would be there, even though some of them were pretty sparsely attended. Uh, It was cool. It was cool to know that she was out there cheering me along and gave me support all that time. I think this is a great way of a spouse being their spouse's biggest cheerleader because he always knew that I'd be there to support, not just as a participant, but as an active support for him to get better. Because I recorded all of the performances, he was able to review them and see where he needed to improve and what things he could tweak to make the next time even better. So... That's that's one highlight. But on my end, where one clear example where Richard was my biggest cheerleader was actually pursuing my doctorate degree from the Unification Theological Seminary. He truly showed that he was my biggest support, my biggest cheerleader, because even the times when I was like, there's no way I can do this. This is so hard. There's not enough hours in a day. I have four kids. I need to focus on being a mom. He would just turn around and say, Mari, you got this. And what do you need? I'm there. And he created a space where I could study for hours, work endless time writing. And he didn't stop there. He's like, okay, what else can I do to help? And he ended up reviewing and editing my dissertation so that it could be an even more polished piece of work so that I could finally actually graduate. This is a prime example of a spouse being the biggest cheerleader so that that their spouse could pursue their dreams. And that was really special. Well, and I think one of the underlying tenets of this is that when you support someone that you love to achieve something that they want to, it's going to come back to you. 
you know, in essence, love points, right? If I was downtrodden on you and putting more of a burden on you and you weren't able to finish that, you know, you would feel like you invested all these hours. You weren't able to really have any fruition or any completion. And that would kind of be a bag on your shoulders for a long time, a weight on your shoulders. And that would actually hurt me and our relationship because it would be something that we would have to overcome. But for me to kind of to do it like a temporary step back from my desires and my, like my comfort and help you achieve those goals. Now that we've kind of achieved that, we've kind of leveled up and now we can move on to maybe mine or our couple's goals. So I think just the, a really important tenet about supporting your spouse and getting them to achieve their goals is realizing that whatever sacrifice that you make in getting them, especially if you're in a good communication and a good relationship where you feel secure, it's going to come back to you and it's going to make your relationship better. Hey, if you're getting something good from this episode, it would mean the world to us if you could share it with someone you love or leave a five-star review because the only way this podcast spreads around is through word of mouth. So a share or a review would go a long way and it only takes like 10 seconds to do. Thanks. Back to the show. supporting your partner's dreams and goals is by being the coach. That means encouraging perseverance, getting them to remember the why that they're doing, and also getting them to work and do what they wanted to do, even though they don't want to do it anymore. Because sometimes people make goals and it becomes really hard, especially in regards to marriage and children, that that there's all these blocks that come in your way that make it even increasingly harder to accomplish the goal. And at the end of the day, they may want to give up, but in the long run, you know that it would leave a very negative effect on the couple or the person if they don't accomplish it. And so this is when it's your partner's responsibility to step it up and help encourage in a loving way their spouse to keep committed to this goal that they made. When we were pastors in South Florida, she was the main pastor. I was the music minister. I was working in sales for a medical supply company. And I had this very strong desire and goal to become an occupational therapist. I had studied physical therapy in school and I ended up not pursuing that passion because we did other things. And coming back to it five years later, I was thinking I really wanted to go to occupational therapy school. So I really committed to it. I studied, I took the GREs, I took extra classes to make up some of the ones that I'd missed. I retook some exams and there was a point at which you know, I really didn't think it was worth it and I wanted to stop. And you were definitely a coach at that point. At that point, I encouraged him to fill out the application, to go to the interview and to go through the whole process so that he could reach his goal. So yeah, I actually, I did apply and I got in, which was really cool. And then I realized that I didn't want to go. <laughs> so I got the acceptance letter in my hand and I remember thinking, okay, I don't want to do this. And it was partly money, partly situation, but it was, it was more just the realization that maybe it was just a competitive thing that I had, but you know, she could have seen it as an enormous waste of time and energy, but you didn't ever 
you mentioned that maybe you were thinking it, you were thinking it, weren't you? No, I wasn't thinking it because being the coach also means knowing what's best for your participants, for your team. And what best, what was best at this time was supporting Richard in pursuing his dreams, letting him go through the process and having him feel the freedom to do whatever his heart called him to do. And at the end of the day, when he made the decision after all this preparation that it wasn't for him, that it wasn't the right step to take, I knew that it was time to back down and let him go the course. And it was then that I doubled down on my career that I was currently in and eventually ended up starting a business that's been able to give us financial security. So it was kind of a magical experience where we don't, I don't really know where the desire came from. It was almost like I needed to complete something from my college that I never got to, to complete. And I needed to just know that I could do it and get accepted. And you as the coach kind of took that role, knowing that no matter what the outcome, you supported that. And then once I got that and said, you know, I don't want to get in, you back down. And then I was able to kind of focus and hone in on what I truly did want. Which was to be his own boss and a businessman. The last point we have about supporting your spouse and achieving their dreams is to be teammates. And that's the philosophy of if you win, I win. This is a point of solidarity where we are in this together. It means that we have to work together to accomplish whatever goal that is set out. And even if it's a personal goal, it is our responsibility as a couple to support each other as teammates, as colleagues to achieve that. Because as a family, there's no way you can separate the individual from the whole. And for us, we found that what worked best was when we took on our goals together. So for instance, my doctorate wasn't my doctorate. It was our doctorate and our entire family was invested in it and celebrated in it once it was finally accomplished. And one of the, yeah, another example of that was when right after college, I went to Korea uh, to explore in a broad experience and also dive deep into my faith and work for a dormitory over there. And you went to your master's of theology. So in that sense, we were both in a new place together and tagged him in different parts of our goals. We were doing our goals together, but separate. I was kind of searching deeply for myself and having an experience in another country that I always wanted. And she was furthering her education. And then we would come back and she would help me on the weekends to help program for the dormitory. And then I would help you negotiate with your professors and we would kind of be teammates. Like if like, okay, you're on offense now and then I'm on defense and we kind of switch back and forth knowing that your goals are my goals. And if you win, I win. If she gets her master's, I win. If I have a good experience at the dorm and affect these kids, she wins. And we played and helped each other, like passing back and forth so that we could shoot the goal. There was no depletion in this. There was no sense of as he got better, that I was lesser. It was all about, I wanted my spouse to be the best that he could be and feel fulfilled and reach his dreams and his goals. So I was going to do everything in my power to support him. But I never felt that I was being depleted or at a loss personally with my energy or anything of that nature, because at the same token, where I was not as strong with, Richard would step up and help support me in my goals. And negotiation was 
never my strong suit. And so Richard definitely was there to help negotiate. And in terms of editing, I'm very verbose. So having someone by my side who would look over my papers just to make sure I wasn't getting too long-winded was very helpful. And even though he didn't need to be helping me in that way, it really, it really supported our relationship because it solidified our teamwork ability of knowing that no matter what was going on, we were teammates together and we could work together to get to the end point. So nothing ever felt truly too daunting. Like, can you imagine being in a different country, not speaking the language and totally different cultural rules that you didn't really, really know about and didn't know how to navigate and being there by yourself, there's no one to lean on but each other. So in that kind of environment really created a foundation for us as a couple to cleave together and realize that we were on the same page with the same goal, trying to go the same direction. That was creating a happy, fulfilled life. And also seeing you interact in some of the circumstances, I was when I really began to earn a deep respect for her, when you would come back and the way that you would interact with some of the, the students at the dormitory or fill in some of my gaps. I'm a leader-oriented kind of person, very people-oriented, kind of extrovert, but my details and attention to detail on programs and certain things are lacking, and she kind of comes in and fills that. And I could start to see how our teamwork together was going to make for a really dynamic family. Supporting your partner's dreams and goals is a complex dynamic that starts off with strategizing together on your individual couple and family goals, seeing where it synchronizes and which one should take priority. Then after you create this strategy, you are your partner's greatest cheerleader, cheering them on every step of the way. And then you may fall into the level of coach, guiding them and keeping them on task and encouraging them even when they don't want to keep going. This is often followed by being your partner's teammate and working with them, filling in their gaps so that you can together get to your final destination, which is fulfilling this individual or family goal. When you work as a team and support your spouse, there is no loser in the situation. You're winning and you're growing together. It really limits the chance of you separating or dividing in heart because your passions and your goals become different. You're leading one life together, working together fulfilling each other's goals and dreams together. And honestly, for us, there's no better place to be because through this process, we have accomplished many things and God has been able to work miracles in our life in terms of goal setting and goal goal achievement. Thank you for watching this section on overall marriage enhancers, supporting each other's dreams. Please take time to answer the following questions within your couple. Hey, if you want to improve your relationship or take your sex life to the next level, well, you're in luck because more than 70% of couples that take our love and integrity course said that the quality of their sexual relationship improved after joining the course. Sounds good? You can join the program today with your spouse or just take the course by yourself at loveandintegrity.com. See you in the next episode.